Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So this week I wanna talk about jazz is like saving, jazz is like investing. There are three concepts I wanna to talk to you about and they relate to this saving and investing idea. And I've got some good tangible stuff for you to come up, some good stuff for you to practice. But uh, I think this could be a really, really important video for a lot of people to get these things straight in their mind. Saving, investing. So I wanna talk about why, I wanna talk about how, and I wanna talk about what. All right, so let's dig into it. Um, the first thing, jazz is saving. Now, I've heard this from a lot of famous people and great teachers over the years. In the last couple months, I've heard this mentioned uh, by Rick Margitza, great saxophone player. I've heard this mentioned by Bill Evans, another great saxophone player, and Lyle Mays, fantastic piano and keyboard player. The idea that jazz is about saving. You need to have a savings account for jazz. This is where you deposit all the stuff you're working on, the licks you're working on, the melodies, you know, the rhythms that you are internalizing, the sounds, the voicings, the textures. That's the idea. You have to put all this stuff in a savings account. Now, yes, I like my analogies. This video is gonna be one big long analogy. So yes, we put all this stuff in the savings account. And the idea is when we get on stage, we draw on what we have in the savings account. If we haven't been saving, you have nothing to draw on. So that is how it works. Now, I know there's lots of philosophical arguments on, oh, licks are good or licks are bad or you should learn to play your own way. The greatest players on earth talk about this. They practice this way. I don't think there's really very much uh, argument to be had at this point. You have to be learning things. So this is sort of the what aspect. What are you working on? You need to be working on ideas that you put in the bank, your jazz savings account. So if that's an image that's new to you, that is really how it works. The best improvisers are those who know the most melodies, is the way I like to put it. And you know, yes, we could call them licks or devices or whatever, but those people that know the most melodies, the most Charlie Parker licks, the most fill in the blank, those are the people that know how to play. The people that get on stage and sound like they're kind of making it up, guess what? They're making it up. They don't have anything to rely on. So I tell you what, I was thinking back to, you know, when I was just learning how to put jazz together and my first jazz teacher, frankly. Hey, Gordon, how are you? Uh, Gordon Towell is actually head of the jazz department at Loyola University now. So, you know, we've both grown up and everything. Um, fantastic player, fantastic teacher. And so one of the very first things I remember him showing me is what you see Item number one here. This was the first thing I put into my savings account. And I tell you what, I use it every day. It's this simple little pattern that we refer to as one, two, three, five. Those are the notes of the scale. One, two, three, five. The example in the key is C, C, D, E, G. So that little, would we even call that a lick? I mean, it's so small, it's so short. How could we possibly ever even use that thing? Well, we're gonna to get to it. So this was one of the first things I put in my savings account. Is this a lick you know? It's one you should know. So the idea, well, first of all, it sounds like this. That's it, that simple. So now 
I learned that in 12 keys. I learned it around the circle of fourths. So around the circle of fourths, it may sound like this. And yes, I do need to breathe every once in a while. Okay, so that was that little idea around the circle of fourths. I played it fast, I played it slow, I played it up on the horn, I played it down. And by the way, this is for all instruments, of course, right? So this little thing that I put in my savings account. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, this happened 30-some years ago. I have been drawing on that ever since. This what, this thing that I learned and learned well. Okay, so I want to offer you two others, and we're going to see, we're going to follow through this analogy and see what to do with them. Okay, so the second one is a minor version of one, two, three, five. One, two, flat, three, five. Now, of course, you can put different things in your savings account. You should. That's what's going to make you sound like you and me sound like me. But this is a classic. I don't know that I've ever met a pro in any country I've ever played or taught in that doesn't know this lick and hasn't worked on it. So yeah, it's one you should do. The minor version. And that is practicing it. I'm not using it yet, but I'm taking that little thing and I'm drilling it, drilling it, drilling it, putting it in my memory bank in the jazz savings account, right? And I'll offer you one more, and the idea is we're gonna put all this stuff together in just a minute. So here's another great lick. Um, it's cool because the first part of the lick you can see in item number three is a little enclosure. Now, if you don't know what enclosures are, if the circle of fourths is something you've heard of but don't know quite what that is, well, I've done videos on those items in the past. So I'm just sort of going to move quickly through these ideas. The concept is what's important. You have to have your jazz savings account. I'm saying that again. Okay, so item number three, the first little bit of it. is that cool little wiggly enclosure kind of shape. We see it in jazz and other kinds of music all the time. And what's the second half of the lick? One, two, three, five. That simple. Okay, so when you look at items one, two, and three, there's a lot of material there. Item number one I mentioned, you can see by the chord symbol, you can use over a major chord or a dominant chord. And we can find other slick places to use it. It's little exceptions. We don't have to worry about that now. Item number two is minor. It has a minor third. So we can see the minor seven chord change. Item number three, again, is major or dominant because it doesn't have a seventh in it in a functional kind of way. Yes, I know there's a seventh there, but it worked great as a dominant lick. So those are three examples. But don't even worry about the examples. What I want you to be aware of is you have to be practicing little ideas that you're putting aside for later. That is how jazz works. If you're not doing that, that's something you need to get on. Now, you've heard me talking about jazzwire.net. That's the subscription website that I have. And we've got uh, almost 200 people now from all around the globe. It's not online lessons, by the way. It's not you and me doing a video lesson. 
uh, it, you can you can do video lessons with whoever you want some other place. This is a community-based thing. And the community is so important because we learn together, which is actually how human beings really learn. Okay, so this is the kind of thing that we talk about a lot each week. And it's not just the Jeff show. I'm not the only one that contributes. There are 200 other musicians contributing. And I'd love for you to be one of those, jazzwire.net. So the what part, fine. That's the easy part of the equation to find the next thing to practice. Yeah, you can do that. Google something online, you'll find licks forever. But the idea is you have to save them, you have to internalize them. So okay, I think you get that. Let's move on to the next idea. And that's jazz is investing. Now jazz is honestly investing. You are investing your time. You're investing real dollars. One way or another, you're spending money on lessons or on a website, or on buying this book, or on a new instrument, or to go to a jazz festival. You're certainly investing a lot of time. Investing. Okay, so that's the word to think about. If you are actually investing, if you are making good investments, the idea is you do a bit now to get a lot more later. That's what a good investment is. Saving and investing are a little bit different, right? Um, investing is we want to get a lot more later. So I'm telling you that's what it should feel like as you're doing this stuff. So if you're not getting a lot better pretty quickly, I'm talking about a month from now, if you're not noticeably better, there's something wrong with your investment. The books you're buying are not working. And that's kind of the case with jazz books. I'm just, I'm going to say, I've got friends that write them. I've thought about writing jazz books too, but that's not the best way to spend your money, right? And I hope you have a great teacher or you're taking some good workshops. If you're not better a month from now, your investment is not working. I'm just gonna say it like that. So you need to think about what you're investing your time on and what you're investing your money on and are you getting a good return? I want you to answer that question. I would love to hear some comments and your thoughts on this. But after working with about a thousand students over the last 20 years, I'm confident in saying this. So you need to put yourself in a situation where a month from now you can be better. That's why I was saying we learn better as a community. The community supports you. If it's just you alone in your basement, it's easy to start messing around on the computer or go to watch Netflix or pick up the phone or whatever it is or do your laundry, right? There's a million ways to not practice. So you need to invest in a place that can get you thinking like that. And that is sort of the how part of the equation. So this part, this idea of jazz is an investment. That's how you know, how you use what you know. So I've given you this lick, one, two, three, five. I'm telling you that John Coltrane and every other musician you know has used that to death. And at the end of this video, are you going to know what to do with it? Not really. I said something about the circle of fourths. So the how part, right? So that is the part where you have to invest time and you have to invest money. There's not really any way around it. Yes, there are autodidacts, people that teach themselves pretty well. Most of us are not that. So again, if, if you're an autodidact, fantastic. Dig into it and are you better a month from now? That's, that's the way to check it out each time. And if not, you need to change something. I've done that with myself for years. Checked in with myself. Am I spinning my wheels or am I moving ahead? Interesting, right? So jazz is saving. We literally need to save little musical ideas. Jazz is investing. This idea 
that we really need to be getting better all the time. And you need to fire your investment person if it's not working. You should do that in real life. And I'm saying you should maybe think about doing that with music too. And that is where we learn how to do the stuff that we've been given. All these licks, all these books we have. How do we get that stuff into our playing? That is where the investment comes in. That Spending that money on that teacher, on Jazzwire, on whatever it is. So make sure you're doing that. So now what I want to do is put this all together in the next item, item number four. So you can see on the sheet, I have giant steps here, a little etude that I wrote on giant steps. And this brings me to my third point of jazz is investing. Why do we play this music? Why do we play jazz? Is somebody making us? No, most of us are too old. Our parents don't call us up and yell at us for not practicing. Why are we doing this? to make ourselves happy, to fulfill ourselves, to give our lives meaning, to have something interesting to look forward to later in the day. Us adult amateurs, semi-pros, the people I love talking to. That is why we do this music. We are investing in our happiness, right? And yeah, maybe it sounds a little uh, quaint to say, but the bottom line is that's why you have that instrument. It makes you happy. Here's the thing. Does it really make you happy? Um, most of us want to uh, throw our horn out the window or uh, put that guitar into the fireplace or whatever it is. We get frustrated. It's so easy to get wrapped around the axle playing this music. So if, again, if you're doing it right, it should feel positive. And now if you spend too much time feeling bad about this thing you love, that's a bad, bad equation, right? So this is the why part of the equation. The how, we had the how part, we had the what part, this is the why part. So you need to invest in your happiness, in making this go well for you. So that is where everything comes together, right? So let's look at this etude. So what I did is use the three licks that we saw at the top of the page, one, two, three, five, one, two, flat, three, five, and then the longer lick with the little enclosure in it. So here's an example of how we can put this together. And I'm gonna make you happy because you're gonna be able to play giant steps in uh, just a handful of minutes. So if we look at John Coltrane's solo, this is not John Coltrane's solo, but if we look at his solo, he uses a lot of these little four note ideas. And so that's what I did. So I took the chord changes to the first eight measures of giant steps and every time there was a chord that lasts for two beats, which is a lot of it, I plugged in item number one or number two. And then occasionally we get a chord that lasts for four beats, a full measure. So I plugged in our one measure lick, item number three. So here's what it sounds like slowly. <laughs> So the fact that I put those licks decades ago into my savings account and I can pull them out and apply them to this song. And you could give me any crazy set of chord changes and I would be able to play it pretty perfectly, pretty fast, sight reading. How? Because I'm a genius? Incorrect. I am not a genius because I have spent all this time. I invested incredible time. I invested an amazing amount of money. I saved these licks. 
And what made me happy is when I could play through something and I could hear it coming together. That's exactly you, right? All that stuff is human nature. So these are the elements you need to get together. You need to be saving, you need to be investing and those kind of elements. So let me play this uh, Giant Steps thing for you really quickly. It makes me happy when I can get that just right. And that is hard, that's a finger buster, and that's half of the tune. But you can see how even a real novice out there, so many of the people that I'm talking to, like you, might be a novice, an intermediate, maybe getting up to a semi-pro. Um, you can play this tune, and this is how. Two or three super simple little elements, and they're all very closely related to each other. One has a minor third, one has an addition on the beginning. So this is how you make huge gains quickly. But I wanted to be really, really honest. I've had a lot of people writing me because of the Digging Deeper um, videos or asking me about Jazzwire and these preconceived notions that you just make jazz up. Well, no, you don't. You have a savings account. These preconceived notions that, well, I'll just figure it out myself. My answer, so great, do that. I'm just saying that almost no one figures this out by themselves. Every great pro you know has spent tens of thousands of hours and tens of thousands of dollars doing it. Why don't you do that too? Good idea. And it doesn't need to be tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and then this last thing of investing in your happiness. This is why you're doing it. Why not set yourself up for more success and more happiness? Okay? So think about what that means to you. Now, for me, my answer that I spent about five years creating is jazzwire.net. It's to answer those questions. Those are the core values of what we do for adult amateurs and semi-pros. Now, there's probably other ways you can do it. I looked around, saw what was out there, and created the thing that was missing. So I hope you investigate it. But at the very least, just start checking off items on this list. Start learning little licks. I've given you three here that I've been practicing for decades. So just get started on this stuff. Um, I would love to find a way to work with you. I would love to hear questions and comments. And I'd love to send you this PDF. I've you know, sort of written this stuff out in a pretty good way, I think. So please uh, email me and find out about it. And by the way, I forgot to tell you, um, I am doing Digging Deeper workshops all around uh, the U.S., and Canada coming up. So this December 2019, I'm going to be in Toronto and Waterloo, Ontario. Uh, we're looking at Houston in December, Houston, Texas, and then in January, San Diego and Los Angeles. So we have five workshops coming up. So I would love to work with you in person. The way to do it is if you go to jazzwire.net slash uh, upcoming events, I think it is. Just go to Jazzwire, look in the menu, upcoming events, there's a little drop-down menu. So we have 15 spots for each of these, just 15 spots in Toronto, just 15 spots in Waterloo, Houston, et cetera, et cetera. I want it to be a really tight thing where we get to know each other, we get to hear each other play a lot and work on personal items. So if you or somebody you know is in one of those areas, 15 spots are gonna go quick. So please check that out. 
Thank you for your time. And I really hope this resonates with some of you and gives you sort of a, a reality check on what you're doing, what your imaginations about how this stuff works, and a super clear path for everybody moving forward. Can't wait to hear what you think of it and uh, be playing these licks, be playing some giant steps. Why not? Have a great week.